Good afternoon. From a passing game standpoint, obviously on your home, but obviously he's a known commodity, and we'll push forward toward the weekend. Obviously, without facts, evidence, reason, logic, an understanding of science, these are good things. Obvious. Black bears weigh between two and five hundred pounds. Brown bears weigh between 300 and over 1,000 pounds. This is your victory. Welcome to the Welcome to the Obvious, everyone. Here, episode 115. Here with uh, just Phil and Bach at the moment. We're waiting on Tyler because he's being a slow little bitch that's okay sounds like he's got some electrical problems or something going on right now so he'll be on shortly that's all right but how we doing boys i'm doing okay not not great not good i mean well actually you know i'm just doing okay you know every day is a good day i suppose so can't complain that's fair phil rocking the mustache still a little bit Oh, yeah. I'm just going to let it uh, blend in with the beard at this point. <laughs> That's fair. You can still see the outlines of the handlebars. Oh, yeah. Well, no, that's just more because, like, my facial hair grows in thicker right here. Yeah. Than it does. Mm-hmm. Bach, you still got the goatee a little bit going. We are rocking it. I don't know how long I'm going to keep it, but. Does Grace like it? She hasn't said anything. So she hates it. Until she hates it. <laughs> nah. But. actually made my week. I opened up my snap seven hours late yesterday and it stopped said, loving the goatee, dude. I said, ah, Fucking blush a little bit through the beard. <laughs> I got you, homie. I, Thanks, you know, dude. You got to respect men's facial hair, you know? If any, yeah. if, like, even if it's just someone's just, like, trying, it might, even if it doesn't look good, they're trying it out, you know? It takes balls to wear something on your face. You know, it's almost like it's like getting a tattoo that you can remove at any time you want. <laughs> but except this one's on your face. You know, it's Real. just it's way it Honestly, is. it's just been me being lazy, not wanting to shave at this point. <laughs> but that's what most of my facial hair, facial hair like derives from me just being fucking lazy <laughs> whenever like when i had beard for a while i was just like i just don't want to fucking shave right now like <laughs> i don't know my girlfriend loved my beard she always wants me to bring it back she hates that i'm clean shaven now and especially like when it gets to about this length like just like a little more than like a five o'clock shadow because then i kiss her and it just rubs up on their face and they just and they hate it roughly yeah it's like sandpaper Apparently, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Not like I would know. No. True, but guess sometime find out. Exactly it. <laughs> Phil, what you been up to? Sorry. <sighs> Working. It's my Wednesdays and Thursdays are my days off, so I just kind of enjoyed a not doing anything. And then found out how much my freaking Wi-Fi sucks here. So I had to go out and buy a uh, Ethernet cable converter, which turned out to be a little bit more expensive than you think how much was it like i didn't ballpark. i didn't go online <laughs> yeah no like i didn't go online or to check or anything like that just because like okay i need to go and get this fixed today especially for the podcast and everything so 
I just went to Best Buy and saw it there, and it was like ninety dollars for everything. What's it do exactly? I know you mentioned it before, uh, but Deadass was not paying attention at all when you were <laughs> when you were talking about it earlier. So yeah, no. So you have two you have two plugins. You plug one into your computer, and then you plug it into an out like you plug it through the Ethernet port in your computer, and then you plug it into the outlet in your like right next to it. And then if you don't have a Wi-Fi router, then your apartment. If you live in an apartment, you don't have a Wi-Fi router, then your apartment has the Ethernet hookups. Mm-hmm. And then you plug the other one into the ethernet hookup right there and then it just hardwires you into the wi-fi just like a normal ethernet cable does well why couldn't you just do yeah why couldn't you just use a normal ethernet cable and just plug it right into the wall because that is all the way in my living room and i'm not going to have a cord running from my computer in my room all the way out into the living room oh so this literally just plugs into like a normal outlet in the wall yeah yeah this plugs in just normal outlet in the wall I have no idea how the hell that works or what the hell. Is there like a little box on it or something like that that still like communicates to like the Wi-Fi router or how's that work? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's two. There's a box on each one that connects back and forth. And then when all of them are lit up, then that. So there's like three different lights on it. When all of them are lit up, then it's connected. Um, then you have an, a direct Ethernet hookup through. And then like if it's green, that's showing that you have the best connection. If it's yellow you have an okay connection and if it's red then you don't really have that good a connection and all of mine have been staying green and yellow which that, is good that's good yeah so shit i mean that'd been nice to know and like have like back in high school and we played xbox upstairs filling our wi-fi was oh, trash yeah. and oh, yeah. we we're always telling dad get better internet get better internet he, he, both of you know he probably had the best internet he could at the time <laughs> no one big <laughs> yeah, like internet had, yeah we just had shit hookups Right, not like Monticello got their own fiber infrastructure. No, yeah, so then ran a ping test, and I'm running at 8 ping, which is solid because I was running at, like, 50 ping beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's really good. That's that's what I think I run about, like, 8 or 9 on games. I think yeah. League, League, it's, like, 10 or 11. And like I know Valorant, it was, like, 9 ping or 8 ping or something like that. So that's... Well, yeah, that's why I got a new one because when I was playing League earlier today, I played a game, and I started out, like, 40 ping. And then when I got into fights or anything like that, all of a sudden it shot up to, like, 5,000 ping, and I thought I was getting fucking DDoSed for a second. Hmm. Yeah, that that's sketchy. Uh, all right, so you see this... So I linked it in uh, Topics here, and it's... More, the title more unmarked residential school graves discovered in canada you've been seeing anything you about linked this a bunch of stuff it's at the very top right under where There's i say miller florida it's at miller. the top scroll oh, okay. up it's the top of july 14th in british columbia yeah i see it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. more than 160 undocumented and unmarked graves have been discovered at the site of a former residential school in canada's west coast an indigenous community has announced as the number of graves linked to the forced assimilation institutions continues to rise. Yeah, probably those Native American schools that they used to have. Yeah, that's exactly it. So, sounds like what they would do is, yeah, they'd have those Native American schools and try to indoctrinate them into Canadian culture. and Like, they'd just take little kids and do it. And Well, yeah. And, I, do, do you know more about that at all? Like, is that... I, I knew nothing about this or that this was even, like, a thing. 
<laughs> the uh like the indoctrination schools yeah i i know almost nothing about that i want to say that they ran them until about the 50s i mean shit this one here is yeah so yeah the cooper island industrial school operated between 1890 and 1975 it is impossible one of the quotes it is impossible to get over acts of genocide and human rights violations healing is an ongoing process and sometimes it goes well and sometimes we lose more people because the burden is too great reads the statement from the tribe uh, we are at another point in time where we must face the trauma because of the acts of genocide each time we do it is possible to heal a little more courage is not the absence of fear courage is acting in spite of fear yeah more than 150,000 indigenous children were forced to attend institutions between the late 1800s and 19 and the 1990s holy shit that's not long ago at all they were prevented from speaking their languages and, pract and practicing their beliefs, separated from their siblings, and suffered widespread physical, psychological, and sexual abuse. Several thousand are believed to have died. And oh, yeah. And put in these graves. That's outrageous. Holy shit. Because I'm looking at it right now, and it looks like the schools themselves went all the way into the mid-70s. Mm-hmm. And then the Indian Self De or Self Determination Education Assistance Act of 1975 abolished those. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. Dude, that's weird to think of. Like, just especially like nowadays, like that ever happening. I, yep. don't, I, don't, I mean, I guess but shit that does, that is kind of happening. <laughs> Somewhere. Well, it's happening out in China. Right. Exactly. Uh, Bach to catch catch you up. So they're finding a bunch of mass graves around these old school sites in Canada, from these where the they would take indigenous children and try to indoctrinate them into Canadian culture, up until like the mid seventies, and they would go through a lot of abuse and shit like that. Sometimes they would die. So there's these graves, the unmarked graves that they're finding around these school sites in Canada. No. Yeah, I was just catching up on the article. That shit's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, shit, if there's, if there's any if there's any people in America, I mean, Native Americans have definitely been shit on quite a bit. And that's, I mean, in history. Oh. It's weird. I, I'm very surprised it was going until the 70s. And even, what was that here in the, because like the 70s, like, I mean, shit, our parents are alive in the 70s. Well, yeah, but then you also think about it. It, it kind of makes sense for it to change during the early to mid-70s because that was right after the whole civil rights movement with African Americans and everything. I guess, yeah, time period-wise. So, yeah. yeah, time period-wise kind of makes sense for that whole era, era to be human rights push. Mm -hmm. And it says here in the article, a federal commission of inquiry dubbed the Truth and Reconciliation Commission in 2015 concluded that Canada has committed cultural genocide through its residential school system and released a series of calls to action to address historic and ongoing harms. I wonder if there'll be, well, probably definitely some lawsuits <laughs> after all this shit, and I wonder if they'll go back and, I mean, some of these people might still be alive that were, like, at these schools, you know? Oh, they definitely are. It's right. Like, people's grandparents right now. Mm-hmm, exactly, yeah. So, shit. I don't know. They just keep finding more and more of them, though. And look at this map. Right oh, year school closed. Never mind. I thought that was a map of all the grave sites. I was like, oh, my God. The map. <laughs> but Looks like Canada formally apologized for residential schools in 2008. Thanks for your apology, Canada. Fuck you. 
<laughs> well, I mean, okay, but like, actually though, what do you ask from a country that's done something like that? I don't know. What Germany do? Um, sign the Treaty of Versailles and start a Second World War. Well, after that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Because they we... put genocide into the dictionary book. Yeah, I guess they did. But uh, they – well, what did they do? They didn't do anything. Um, we split Germany in two different sections, and we controlled the west side, and Ooh. Russia controlled the east side. That's what happened. Well, fuck it. Let's do that to Canada. <laughs> yeah. Take over Canada. <laughs> I mean, from the looks of it, they're still kind of getting run like a shit show right now. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> did they – oh, by the way, did they end up letting uh, – Canadians, like, so obviously the NHL playoffs were in America. Do you know if they let any, like, Canadian fans in or, like, how that worked out? And you guys I think, it was just Canadian, I think it was just Canadian fans that were already in America. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. <laughs> That's why they lost, dude. It's rigged. <laughs> that and people complaining about Tampa Bay being $18 million over the cap. But it's all right. <laughs> ah, that didn't happen, allegedly. That, that didn't happen, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you know, they did it by the rules, but that's still cheating. <laughs> um, speaking, of, I guess we can uh, kind of shift over to sports here. Um, NBA Finals. Giannis is heating up. 40 points Clarkson in back-to-back games and about to get a second dub tonight. I got to take Tyler's spot. Apologies. Shut the fuck up. Bucks in seven. I haven't even watched any of the NBA finals. Oh, really? I know I watched... Devin Booker's dropping fucking 60 points tonight in a comeback dub. Yeah. I watched the book or the um, Bucks Nets series. That was the only one I watched because that was one where I was like, okay, whoever wins this series, that's probably going to win the finals. You shut your filthy mouth. I mean, Suns could easily <laughs> definitely win, but I was, I mean, like, I think I remember Helgo saying it. He's like, "Yeah, I don't want the Bucks to win because I think they're the only team that could probably beat the Suns or maybe beat the Suns." You know, like he, I don't think the Hawks would have had any chance against the Suns. Oh um, no, it, it would have been the Bucks or the Nets. Yeah, when you got freaking Devin Booker, who's playing elite, like mm-hmm. definition of elite, and then Chris Paul who's out for blood because he's gotten screwed over in every franchise he's been to. Hmm. He's a bit self-mitigated, though. <laughs> I mean, he's on the team. He could win. Yeah. Um, how many 3-1 leads did he blow, huh, Bach? <laughs> a lot. Um, he, blew a couple. he blew a couple with the Clippers, didn't he? Yeah. He blew one with the Clippers against the Rockets. And then he got injured up 3-1. And then the Rockets ended up losing against mm-hmm. Golden State in 2017. So that was tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing here we all watched the fights this weekend. Oh, shit, yeah. Let's talk, about, let's talk about those. What was your guys' fight of the night? Dude, Sugar Sean versus yeah. fucking Chris Matinho. Yeah, that was, I was I was about to say it's either going to be that one or Greg Hardy versus Ty Tuivasa. Greg Hardy got yeah. knocked the fuck out. Yeah, fuck that, yeah. dude. He deserves but right it. Before, yeah. Oh, yeah, he does. But right before um, Ty knocked him out, freaking Greg had him wobbling. Because he, he struck him, and then Ty just answered and clocked him right in the forehead. Yeah, that's where Greg's inexperience showed. Mm-hmm. Um, it's heavyweight. You can't collapse like that when somebody's rocked. 
because that's exactly what's going to happen. You're going to get rocked. Um, and that's definitely where his inexperience shown. I'm an, I, I don't like Greg Hardy in any facet whatsoever, but it has been interesting to see his progression in the MMA since he started because I've seen him from his first fight until that last fight. I've seen every fight that he's had. And um, it looks like he's getting better, but that that is definitely a case where his inexperience showed in the octagon where he kind of jumped on that and then got put out cold. So, like can we talk a... about? Yeah, you go. Can we talk about the fucking legend that Tai Tuivasa actually is, though, with the shoeies, the oh, live crowd bag? That man is everybody's favorite UFC fighter right now. I just want to say fuck you to whoever was in the crowd that poured hot sauce into a shoey right oh, before yeah, he I drank it. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. Are you joking? That guy should be banned from UFC events for life. Like, Wait, so fucking... what exactly happened? I have no idea here. Okay, so Tai Tuivasa, his thing is it's called a shoey. Every time he wins, he'll take a shoe. Any shoe. Could be your shoe, my shoe, his shoe. Fucking pour beer into it and just chug it. Pour it all over his face and everything. That's his thing. It's called a shoey. So he did one after he won, directly after he won. And then he walked out, and as he was walking in, he was taking shoeys from a bunch of people. And he was taking this one shoey, he was filled up with beer. And at the very end of that uh, dude pouring beer into his, another dude came in and squirted, squirted Dustin Poirier's hot sauce, like a <laughs> bunch of it, into the shoey. And he drank it. And he's like, what the fuck? Like, that is, yeah. first of all, come on, like, fucking be respectful. That so these shoes are like actual shoes that people were wearing. No, yeah, it's an actual shoe. That's that disgusting. You just took off your foot. That yeah, is disgusting. It's a legend. I mean, yeah, well, but that's patient zero. Yeah, well, when you're tied to Ivasa, <laughs> you can do whatever the fuck you want. I guess so. I mean, how much money he's? I mean, he's obviously making more than any of us. But how much is he actually making <laughs> fighting UFC? <laughs> well, all I know, props to freaking Chris Moutinho for going in eleven days' notice to fight. Sugar Sean, going about the entire fight, I don't think big ol' Herb Dean should have stopped the fight. Was he getting his shit rocked? Yes. Yes. But he had 20 seconds left. Yep. I don't think Herb Dean should have robbed him of that TKO, and it should have I, just been a decision. Exactly. Like, how are you going to fucking let this dude get the piss beat out of him for three straight rounds? Like, most and then, strikes yeah. landed in Bantamweight history. Like, he set the record. Like, Sh Sean was on it. This guy was eating them the whole fight. And then, and then something changes in the last 20, 20 seconds? seconds. Yeah. Like, I, I was kind of pissed. I, I was pissed for Moutinho. He should not, for his debut fight especially, he should have gotten a decision. And instead, he got a TKO. Right, it would have been a unanimous decision, obviously, but, like, this was 11 days notice, like you said, it was his UFC, de UFC debut, and the dude has the fucking chin. Oh, God, yeah. Like, Either the chin or O'Malley hits like a pussy, and we know that's not the thing, because have you seen some of his fucking knockouts? Right. So, I actually became a Matinho fan, I really do hope to see him, I guarantee he fights in the UFC again, um... Just for the fact that he went in there on 11 days notice and he took that ass whooping and he wasn't going down. So, shout plus out to his him. first, yeah, plus his first fight wasn't even a prelim, it was on the card. Right. I mean, like, but at some point you got to protect the fighters from themselves, right? You, he wasn't protecting him the whole fight in the last yeah. 20 seconds. There, there was nothing new from what was happening the whole rest of the fight, right? But it accumulates throughout the fight, right? 
Yeah, well, I know, yeah, but it was but... like it was only twenty seconds left, and if it was an Herb Dean, if he was sitting there thinking, "Oh my God, this guy's taking a fucking beating," he should have done it in the first or second round, not twenty seconds left. When this guy keeps on getting hit and is rallying back every time he gets hit, he keeps like, stepping forward. At least the beginning of the third yeah. round, right? So I, mean, I know a lot of people were criticizing Herb Dean for not stopping it sooner. Well, no, exactly. It's well, it's just like he should have stopped it sooner instead of stopping it later, mm-hmm. because like like you said, like he freaking. Moutinho got robbed. He wasn't going to win, but he was going to lose by unanimous decision instead of getting a TKO on his or getting TKO'd on his first fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I didn't watch I that fight. The only one I watched was the Conor McGregor fight. And all right, are we digging into Conor that right now? All right, here's this. Uh, hey, Tyler's back. By the way, Tyler's here. But Poirier cheated. Poirier <laughs> cheated. <laughs> McGregor was about to fucking tap him with that guillotine, and then Poirier dug his toes into the fence, which is illegal to get leverage to pop his head out. If he wouldn't have dug his toes into the fence to get that leverage, he would have gotten tapped and fired the guillotine because nobody gets out of a guillotine when they're locked like that unless they can get that leverage. And the only way he got that leverage was by digging his toes into the fence to assist him by getting out. I'd have to I'd have to rewatch that, but I also Re- I, I, it. I, I, I also didn't. Gregor also cheated by putting his hands in Poirier's gloves. So did you see that though? I mean, that was bullshit. That was bullshit because Poirier said that he took him down with it. Poirier said he took him down with it when he put his hands in the gloves when freaking McGregor was on the defense, on his back, and Poirier got out of it right away. Like, his hand, like, he didn't even touch him with it. But if you're, if you're making your argument along the lines of Poirier cheated, then McGregor cheated too. Yes, but that, but McGregor cheating was after the fact, after Poirier cheated. And McGregor still lost because from a doctor's TKO. I mean, like, but still, like, I'm, from when I was watching the fight, I wasn't sure how like deep he had that guillotine in. He had it like Poirier, I was. Poirier said it was deep. Poirier. I li- like when I saw that guillotine get locked. I literally stood up and I was like, "Oh my god, Connor's about to freaking tap yeah, him in the Poirier, first. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, no, he got his leverage. Like if you go back and you watch it, you see him do that where he puts his feet into the fence and climb and uses it up the fence to push himself up to get leverage to get pop his head out. So honestly, that. honestly, like, I think all of us are so blinded by Conor McGregor's stardom that we obviously knew that Poirier is going to win this fight, right? Like, that's logistics. Oh, um, I, 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 yeah, I knew he was going to win the fight, but... But, like, I just think it's funny that Conor's like, oh, first one to shoot's a bitch. Um, I don't count any wins unless they're knockouts uh submissions don't count he was the first one to shoot he was the first one to try to tap him out he he predicted that Poirier would leave on the stretcher he left on the stretcher Estic Mac done did he jinx himself and everything that he said happened opposite <laughs> fucking I mean, sounds like it <laughs> yeah I, I, didn't, I didn't realize he said all that stuff I've, I've not been paying attention to UFC nearly as much recently but, so we we just gotta realize that Conor McGregor's ride is, is pretty much over. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't have been ranked top five in lightweight. No, he I was has surprised one when win. I saw him. 
one win in lightweight against um, the thirty high thirty year old cowboy Cerrone. Cowboy. Yeah. No, wasn't that when he beat Eddie Alvarez for the title? That was that was his one lightweight win. I oh, think lightweight the, maybe. Yeah. Cerrone. I thought, I thought it was just. Weight. I thought it was just one in five in just his last or one in four or whatever in his last five fights. Yeah. No, he just has one win in that division. He was ranked five. And I think it's just, I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense. He shouldn't be getting these fights. He is, he has a lot of ring rust and he's not the same fighter that he was coming up when he was starching dudes in 145. He can't hang with the guys at 155. Um, I don't know, man. A lot of people are, are just blinded by his stardom, including myself. Um, but uh, I'm I'm realizing it, and it, it, it might be the end of the road for McGregor for title shots, but I do believe he'll get super fights in the future. Um, but we just got to realize that he's not the same fighter as he was five years ago when he went on this the greatest run in UFC history when he became the biggest star in UFC history. That connor has gone. Now, here's the question. Is Baki going to be saying the same exact shit when John Jones loses? No. <laughs> John's different. John, John hasn't had any big losses like Connor. John is challenging himself. Um, and when and he, he was, it, he said the same thing about Connor like six years ago. Well, Connor six years ago was the greatest UFC fighter on the roster, like the biggest star, going on the biggest runs, starching dudes, and it's just different now. I think Connor's lost his identity. He used to go in there with a chip on his shoulder and used to starch dudes at 145, and then... Uh, look, he, what, he, look what happened to him when he stepped away from UFC and started doing other shit. Right. And do you I worry do, that could happen to John Jones? John hasn't really stepped away. He's been He's been training every day. For heavyweight, he hasn't stopped the grind at all. He is not training for boxing. He's, he doesn't have all these other things going on. He doesn't have a whiskey brand. He's solely focused on does fighting. Does he have a cocaine brand? No, he does not have a cocaine brand. But maybe after he retires, this dude might have the best cocaine brand in America. Just just hear me out, all right? <laughs> let, me, let me talk about... Let me talk about McGregor, dude. It's just... It is what it is. We gotta accept it. He'll he'll fight some big names. I'm sure he'll get Diaz again for the third fight, but he he won't be competing for a title again in his UFC career. I don't believe so, unless maybe Dana not White, at like, 155. But if he bumps down to 145, I can see it. You no, know, there's some monsters down there too. I think the game's evolved past them. If you can't I've... if you can't wrestle, you can't fight off your back anymore. People are gonna expose you. It's not like it was five, six years ago when you had those few ace in the holes. We have all these fucking Dagestanians and Russians coming in that that's all they do. That that that's what they're good at. And like I don't know, man. It, it it's it's a weird feeling. It's not a sad story. The dude's got fucking millions, 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 millions of dollars in the bank. So he'll he'll be okay. He doesn't even need to fight anymore, to be honest with you. And I don't know if he has anything to fight for at this point. But I did see that I don't think he fucking broke his leg or snapped his tibia and fibia on a misstep. It was right before that. Check, he kick. kicked. Yeah. Yeah, on Dustin's elbow. And it looked like it, uh, <laughs> it probably cracked there. And then he threw a punch and misstep. And that's when it fully cracked. Yeah. But it wasn't just a freak of nature incident. It was Dustin checking the kick. So. Mm -hmm. 
No, I love how... I didn't, I didn't realize it at first that he broke his leg until he was on the ground, and then they showed the replay after the fight was over, and then the, that in slow-mo. I was like, oh, shit. No, I had to look away. I turned it off. That's, I don't like seeing that stuff. Leg breaks are the worst to watch. I fucking hate watching leg breaks. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. But uh, in other news, you guys see Nick Diaz is back? Yeah, who's he? He's about to fight fucking... Uh, God, who was it? Who was it? Robbie Lawler. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Seventeen years later, after their first fight at like UFC forty something. That's outrageous. Let's go, Diaz Army, Killer B killed. <laughs> I'm tuning in for that for sure. I don't give a fuck. No, hundred percent. I mean, I I want to see what's 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 Robbie Lawler gonna look look like because I remember him coming out back in the day and he looked like a fucking Roman statue, just absolute just. Dude, fight the manliest man. <laughs> Robbie. That dude's definitely Lawler. on all the juices, though. He fought at uh, USC Fight Night 175 against Neil Magny. Neil Magny beat him in a decision. So it's been a minute for him. That was August 29th of 2020, but it's definitely a lot, <laughs> a lot more recent than Nick Diaz's last fight, and that's what's going to be the big draw for this fight. How old is Nick Diaz now? fucking old <laughs> is he that much older than nate i mean nate's old he's too. 37 i mean i guess okay he's, he's younger than i thought brother. he was I, but I was definitely thinking that nick diaz was in his 40s but... nate diaz is 36 so they're a year apart oh wow okay all right yeah no that'll be a good one uh did they release who's all on that card or is it is it more of like a is it a super fight or is it an actual ufc event ufc event okay nice nice yeah, and that's going to be at UFC 266, non-title fight, of course. But uh, that's September 25th, five-round non-title fight. So, obviously, it's a big fight for UFC. A lot of people are going to tune in and see it. And that's one of those rare cases where they go to five rounds in a non-title fight instead of three because it's such a big magnitude fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that'll be, that'll be fun to tune into. Absolutely. What's up? So when is the John Jones fight? He doesn't have a fight scheduled right now. What? I thought he wasn't he gonna go Nagano. I thought that was scheduled. I could be wrong. No, Nagano no. and Derek Lewis had a fight scheduled, but it got canceled. And now I Derek think. Lewis is fighting who? Uh, uh, he will be fighting. It looks like he will be fighting Cyril Gane next. 9-0 heavyweight, yeah. up-and-coming young young buck at UFC 265 on August 7th. Okay, that'll actually be good. Yeah, and then See I think undefeated. it's the winner, the winner between them two are probably going to face Ngannou. For the title, and then after that fight, I think it'll be Jones' heavyweight debut. That far out, huh? I thought it was definitely going to be... I thought there was one already scheduled yeah, no. is he is he gonna be just handed a title fight right away yes he's the greatest of all time why wouldn't he be yeah. is, is he adesanya got a title fight at light heavyweight right away when he went up adesanya was also actively fighting the only reason that john's weight. not is because he starts to hold the vision relinquishes title to work on his body and move up to heavyweight and then dana white is just fucking not booking the fight that he wants 
and not giving him the money that yeah, yeah he's not giving him the issues. money he deserves. Which that's a huge issue overall in the UFC right now is they're not paying their fighters nearly enough money. All fighters. And Except that's Connor. something else to think. Yeah, that's something else to thank Conor McGregor for in the UFC. Anybody that fights them, Conor's inadvertently made their lives better because they get so much more money than they would get in a regular fight. Mm-hmm. You know? Like Dustin Poirier wouldn't be riding off into the sunset if it wasn't for Conor McGregor. This guy has made so much money with this last two fights off of McGregor, and he deserves it. But without McGregor, I don't think it would ever happen like that. 100%. So. Yeah. Did you see uh, Habib's comments today on being the greatest of all time? And he doesn't peg himself as, like, the greatest of all time, but he puts himself on a similar level, level as John Jones and George St. Pierre and Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva. He said Demetrius Johnson, too. I'm glad he said Demetrius Johnson because he, that dude dominated the featherweight division for – Bantamite. Bantamite. He, he uh, was, flyweight, flyweight, yeah, flyweight, flyweight. That's what it was. Flyweight, yeah, because he was he was the lowest division, which was one thirty five, I think, for men's at the time before they got rid of it, or one twenty five. Yeah, it's even that's so small, <laughs> so many, but yeah, he yeah. dominated that. I mean, yeah, I think I think Khabib has every right to put himself up in there because I mean he went undefeated and beat just about all the top guys in his weight class. He lost one round. Well, he was, was like 19 and 0 against Scrubs, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then the twilight of his career, when he was in his prime, he started beating everybody who was unbeatable. It's not like those first 18, 19 fights were against actual fucking top-ranked guys. It's kind of a padded record, but he, I, I still would put him up there just based on his performances against the top guys in that 155 division mm-hmm. in the latter stage of his career. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Okay, what do you think of Sean O'Malley's career? Like, where do you see it going? I mean, obviously, it's a big, it's a dominating win against Montino, but does he contend for that division? He needs to fight somebody ranked. Yeah. He's oh, he's only, he's only fought unranked. Yeah, he hasn't fought a ranked fighter yet. Um, the UFC is treating him like their next superstar, uh, so they're they're treating him like it's boxing, right? They're they're getting him in there as often as they can against guys that probably won't beat him. Um, but I think he he definitely could contend in the top. He could be a top 15 fighter. I know he called out Cody Garbrandt. That would be a fucking fight to watch. That'd be an awesome fight to watch. Cody Garbrandt was on a Brennan Schaub's fight companion during the fights. They brought that back for the first week, uh, this uh, fight card. And he called out Cody. So, and Cody's like, this dude hasn't done anything to actually, like, earn a fight against me, right? Because Cody's, like, a perennial title fighter. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, he gets losses here, but this dude, like, it's Cody Garbrandt who's going to fucking, he gets one when he's, he's right back in the picture. Right, yeah. So, um, but Brennan Job and the rest of the guys that run that fight companion, they're mm-hmm. like, Dude, fight him. Like, you, it's going to get a lot of publicity. Uh, you're going to get a lot of money from it. And it's a good matchup for you. So that would be a fucking... That would be... I want to see him beat somebody on that caliber before I can actually put my two cents in on Sugar Sean. But I'm a fan of oh. O'Malley, dude. That dude is electric. His striking is fantastic. 
He's got some power. He's got charisma. He, he's got that star trait that you look for in some of these UFC yeah. fighters. So he's he's young too, isn't he? Yeah, he's really young. He's like my age. I think he's like twenty two or twenty three. Who was the uh, who was the guy they were trying to groom like that a while, like a few years ago? He's, uh, O'Malley is twenty six. Oh, 26. oh, is he actually? Okay. Well, I thought he was younger. Yeah, he's pretty young. <laughs> who's uh who's the guy he's a blondie just jacked out of his mind oh sage north sage north yeah remember that guy they're like this guy's Super gonna be the, the next fucking dude and like him's like him and Paige van zandt like all their commercials nope. <laughs> and then he got funny. traded to what one fighting championship or something like that out in china i don't even know if he's yeah, fighting got, anymore no he he got he definitely went to one and i think he got knocked the fuck out his first fight and one he did no yeah because he fought some guy named like cosmo jones or something like that who used to be cosmo a knockout specialist jones. at the ufc at the ufc and he um he got hit so hard in his knockout that he had to get facial reconstructive surgery, if I'm correct. Jesus Christ, dude, dude just over getting mauled across the globe. <laughs> Not even just in America. He's over mm. here getting mauled everywhere. No. Rip Super Sage, bro. Right, he won, like, his first, like, four fights and then, like, won, like, one of his next, like, five or something like that. I don't know. He's... Cosmo Alexander, that's what his name was. That's kind of a scary name. I don't know if I'd fight him. I won't fuck with the Cosmo. That dude would beat the fuck out of me. Any Cosmo. <laughs> Cos- Osmo- I was say Cosmo Jones. I was thinking Osmosis Jones from that fucking... You guys know what movie I'm talking about? Yeah. Bach? Tyler, you guys nope. know movie? No? Oh, okay, there's this movie where like... I don't know, how would you explain it? If it was like Osmosis Jones, he was like a white blood cell, wasn't he? Essentially. Yeah. And then they took... Then his, he just lived inside a body and it was like... Inside the body it was just like a normal... I don't know society like it is that we live in right now but yeah just and he was like a cop and like all the white blood cells were cops and then they took a pill and then the pill turned into like this transformer dude that's running around helping osmosis joan like defeat this virus inside the bodies it's a fun movie <laughs> if, uh, yeah, i'm surprised you guys haven't watched it man episode dude <laughs> it, it reminded me a lot of magic school bus but it was way cooler <laughs> way cooler magic school bus is good don't talk shit about it. I'm not. Hey, <laughs> have you watched any of the new Magic School Bus episodes? They killed it. I have not. It's garbage now. <laughs> it probably is PC now. Yeah. How was it not PC before? I'm sure it's like overly PC now. Dude, there was a fucking SpongeBob episode of him popping the. You remember the episode where he had that hand thing, and then he'd pull on it, and he'd put it on his tongue, and then he'd be tripping out. Oh shit! Yeah, he's like, like literally doing drugs. Yeah, that's like a, <laughs> that's like an acid trip. Yeah. That's not PG. There's nothing like that that'll ever air again. <laughs> right. <laughs> or the one where Patrick has him in the like dungeon and he's sitting there just tied up on the thing and he's just like smiling. Patrick's got like a gimp suit on <laughs> or whatever the hell he's got on. It's like, what the fuck? Oh, dude, SpongeBob is SpongeBob's lit, man. <laughs> I just linked in the video of um, Sage Northcutt getting knocked out. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. That dude's only 23 right now. Oh, it's a five-minute video. It's the whole fight. God damn it, Phil! No, you such that. a bum. <laughs> go to go to two minutes and 20 seconds. Okay. Well. 
two minutes and 20 seconds. Is it that early in the fight he gets knocked out? Yeah. The bell just rang. Good night. Good night, Sage. Oh my, here we go. Yep. Jesus Christ. Yeah. He got he destroyed. Blocked. Yeah, he, he no, got, yeah, like, <laughs> That was he one of the broke, cleanest ones ever. <laughs> yeah, no, he broke like his orbital bone. Didn't even look like he got punched that hard for his fucking face to break. I mean, I don't know. Like, it was just like one of those punches that it seemed, uh, it seemed like so solid. It almost like went through him. And you just saw his head just like shake real quick. And then he just like went limp. Is <laughs> I don't know. I've never been knocked out, so I don't know what it's like. Have you guys ever been knocked out? I not like by a fist, but I think I talked about it on the podcast before when I fucking got a concussion at work and I woke up on the floor five minutes later, and I didn't know where the fuck I was because I hit my head on something on a steel beam. Yeah, that was scary. Yeah. Yeah. No. So. Sage Northcutt had to have a nine-hour surgery to repair eight facial fractures from that punch. Oh, my God. Can you well, imagine being the guy who did that to him? Should switch his nickname from Super Sage to Super Soft Sage. <laughs> well, now he's not, not only is his UFC career probably, or his fighting career, his modeling career is also over now. <laughs> now he's, he's facial surgery. His moneymaker is now gone because nobody's going to pay to yeah. go watch him now. Yeah, no, I just linked in a photo of him post-surgery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Sage. You know that happened in fucking China, too. Yeah. Imagine, imagine having to have a surgery, Nick. What? I haven't had surgery. What are you on about? Right, you and I are the only ones who haven't. You unlike the other it. other two pussies uh, in this, unless you, you unless you, mean... <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what, Tyler? Now I'm a fucking cyborg, oh. and you're just an old man. <laughs> Do you include uh, wisdom teeth in that though? Because if if that's included, then I have had surgery. Uh, pussy. pussy. <laughs> 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 I mean, I want to say that Sage Northcutt's a bodybuilder now. He should be. He's got the build for it. So, Paige is definitely Phil's beard, and this Sage Northcutt is his fucking boyfriend. With how much he's talking about him. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's a UFC nobody that Phil's, like, jerking off to over here. I was just looking him up. Is that, your, is that, is that your PC background, Sage Northcutt flexing out? It's about to be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we don't kink shame here. True. <laughs> so <clears throat> NFL hopefully it starts up here soon I mean when's when's, when's uh, preseason usually start beginning of September end of August preseason NFL anybody uh, I'm around there right yeah alright so fantasy leagues drafts have got to be probably coming up soon here too or at least yeah, I got my draft. I want to say August twenty second for one of my leagues. Okay, that's good. Is that before or after preseason? Do you know? I hope it's after preseason because last time we drafted super early, I drafted Andrew Luck, and we all know how that went. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Because um, three days later, he retired. 
Yeah. So, fantasy draft comes up. You guys got first pick. Who are you taking? Deshaun Watson, because he's about to be in Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback. That's a, okay. That's a bad pick. How about you guys? <laughs> um, honestly, either Dalvin Cook or Derrick Henry. I actually, my honest first round pick would still be Christian McCaffrey. Dude stay healthy. Dude stays healthy. He's the best fucking player for fantasy in the league. So you can't really stray from that. Yeah, that I mean, if you have a P, if you have a PPR league, probably McCaffrey would be the ideal. Non PPR though, you want to go. I feel like non PPR, you want to go like Derrick Henry or Dalvin Cook. Where PPR league, you'd want to go like Alvin Kamara or C Mac. Yeah, I mean, Cook still isn't bad in a PPR league. So no, he's not, but. He's not going to be getting nearly the same amount of receptions in a game as Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, or not, or C-Mac will get. Yeah, no, that's fair. How about you, Tyler? I don't know. I would probably, I'd probably take Christian McCaffrey. Did you guys fucking see that Shefty came out today? And it's like... Deshaun Watson's cases are probably going to be clear here within the next month. And the ah. Eagles are first in line to make an aggressive move for him. What would they have to give up to get him? Probably not much. What if Devontae Smith went the other way? He's not. <laughs> I mean, but, a franchise quarterback. Can we talk about the other Eagles news that's been in the headlines? Yes, what is it? About... People questioning the leadership skills of your new head coach and that he's already lost the locker room. Yeah, I think, honestly, honest to God, I think there's a Dallas Cowboys, like, dick rider that fucking spreads these rumors. Because Lane <laughs> Johnson came out and he goes, someone fucking tell me names. Like, there's not a goddamn soul saying this shit. You're just stirring up the pot and starting controversies for no fucking reason. It was probably fucking Tyler. He probably just made that up on the spot right there. No, it's it's actually like I saw it all over Twitter and shit. Oh, really? That was funny. Yeah. yeah, that's why Lane Johnson popped off. He's like, say names. Like, fucking expose them then because we don't have any of that in our locker room and that's not fucking going on at all. So <laughs> stop with this fucking bullshit. I feel like Philadelphia gets hit with the fucking bullshit every year we're like oh we don't believe in this guy or this guy can't do that and it's just anonymous every fucking year there's no names ever attached to this shit and we just keep getting drama brought up for no fucking reason it's like fucking shut the fuck up let the dude coach he earned a shot and let him prove himself before you fucking shit talk him doug peterson fucking won a super bowl on this fucking second year coach and just relax mm-hmm. um have you guys seen the news going on with Richard Sherman? Yes, that's wild. What what did he exactly get put in jail for and denied so, bail for? I'm looking it up right here. NFL quarterback Richard Sherman was arrested Wednesday in Washington State and faces charges or a charge of burglary or burglary domestic violence after attempting to gain entry into his wife's parents' home. Oh shit! What? Wait, why? I assume so, something something probably bad happened at home, and his wife left and went to her parents' place. Then he went to probably go uh, confront his wife. That's that's my assumption off the bat, but I have no idea. 
so it says right here this is so yeah this is an nbc article it says right here when the police first confronted sherman the interaction was calm and he even joked with the officers but when the officers told him he would be placed under arrest he began walking away and um and accelerated his pace at this point in time or in time that the officers made physical contact he resisted an altercation occurred and subsequently a canine was deployed oh shit (laughs) sherman received minor lacerations in his lower leg as a result of contact with the police dog and sherman smelled of intoxicate or sherman smelled of intoxicant or emanating from his mouth and person he was booked at King County Correctional Facility at about 6 a.m. record show, and he was denied bail and remaining at or remained in custody as of Wednesday afternoon. That's hilarious. What did he do to get denied bail? Like, yeah, I don't know. Probably resisting arrest. And yeah, then probably get, trying to then, run away. And then like, having to use a canine Dog. to fucking bring yeah. him on. <laughs> well, yeah, you imagine the cops probably know who he is. They're like, we're not gonna fucking catch this dude if he starts fucking running. No fucking way. That's why I, was, that's why I started laughing there in the middle of the <laughs> He started accelerating pace. I was like, okay, I want to see fucking these donuts try to fucking catch Richard Sherman, yeah. <laughs> the professional athlete. <laughs> and he then had this... to have been fucking just hammered at 6 oh, a.m. Yeah. when they finally booked him. I, I assume it's probably around 4.30 a.m. when all this shit was going on. He had to be blitzed. So I'm guessing what happened... Because now he's under spe- or he's under investigation for a hit and run charge. Because it says what apparently the fuck did Justin he do that night. I don't Jesus know. Christ. I don't know what I, uh, this article right here. It says apparently just an hour prior to the incident, Char- Sherman had a traffic collision on the freeway. Um, where Sherman for a hit and run, although the hit part involved a concrete barrier and thankfully <laughs> not another vehicle or pedestrian. Oh, what a fucking idiot. It just amazes me how stupid people are when they get rich. I mean, I should say when they get rich. I mean, he might have been stupid the whole fucking time. And just it's just now that he did something like this and got caught. But, like, like if, if I had that much money, like, I say that now, obviously. It's easy to say that when I don't have that much money. But, like, why would you be doing something like that? When or you're in the public like, oh, image. An Uber. Right, an Uber. Why can't you just buy a damn Uber? You have how much money? Oh, my God. I can't wait for the future Philadelphia Eagle Richard Sherman to get out on clean charges and him to team up with Deshaun Watson and it's going to be a Super Bowl run, dude. Mike Vick out of retirement, running the Wildcat offense. Put him at tight end like Tim Tebow. <laughs> so I'm guessing he's going to get off all, off all of this scot-free. And, well, he's a free agent right now. He's not even signed with anybody. Yeah, we'll take him. at him. Fikes will take him. I don't even care. Throw him onto our already. Uh, oh, we already have one old slow yeah, one. Oh, our, our Patrick Peterson's in his prime. What the hell are you on about? I was going to say, imagine Patrick Peterson and Richard Sherman on the same team, goat mode. <laughs> like 10 years ago with <laughs> freaking. Let's bring Darrell Revis back, too. Yeah, he's only 37. <laughs> hey, I'm calling this right now. Patrick Peterson's getting to the Pro Bowl. I bet you Patrick Peterson has seven interceptions next year. Mark it in the books. Seven? Seven. 
I mean, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, I definitely won't say no to that. That'd be awesome. <laughs> if Rodgers doesn't play, maybe it'll happen. Uh, look, look at it right now. Rodgers is going to play for the uh, Packers, and that's going to be a very awkward reunion. Can't wait for the Packers to bring back Brett Favre. <laughs> they have the bolt. They don't need another quarterback. Jordan Love? Joe. No, fucking the Bulls. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay, that was hilarious. Was um, fucking Tom Brady golfing with Aaron Rodgers, and then also the Jeopardy thing. Like, what? What do you say? What do you say? Like, who's someone that's dissatisfied with their job and hates their boss or something like that? And Tom Brady's like, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. You know? <laughs> Did no, you guys see that at all? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Are gonna tough. say Phil? No, yeah, it was that. Mm-hmm. And then oh, he said some other shit like while they're golfing too. But fucking Tom Brady has just been lighting up social media like the last couple of years. It's been awesome, dude. Because that man doesn't give a fuck. He's like, I already had six Super Bowls, now I got seven Super Bowls. Why the hell do I care anymore? I want that man's he's life. Confirmed. He's confirmed oh, the greatest right. quarterback of all time. Yeah. Well, is he in the Hall of Fame for most pass touchdowns in a single game in NFL history? Like Nick Foles is no. He will be after this season. There's no way Tom Brady throws seven touchdowns. You want to bet money in a on single it? game? Yeah. <laughs> bet me money on it. All right. I well, bet you Kirk Cousins will. I'll, 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 Kirk buy, Cousins. I'll, <laughs> I'll buy. I'll buy you six pack or four pack of craft beer. Yeah, if Kirk Cousins does. No, if if <laughs> if Kirk Cousins does, you should buy me a new fucking car. All right, then I'll I'll take your bet on Patrick Peterson with the same bet on Patrick Peterson, getting seven interceptions. All right, bet 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 bet. bet. <laughs> We're both gonna buying each other packs of beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> oh no, I'm excited for the NFL to return. I miss it and. I feel, but some days just chilling watching all the NFL games is always like you always look forward to it and you make time for it and glad my girlfriend likes NFL and likes football so that's gonna, gonna make be, it even that better so <laughs> what are you gonna, are you say? gonna be an Eagles fan when Taylor, when Taylor comes becomes an Eagles fan when Deshaun Watson is the Eagles quarterback of the future dude it's been so weird because like he's had like all this stuff going but she's like still like loved him the whole time <laughs> I was, I was yeah, like not expecting that. Fan, I was not Eagles expecting fan. that. We're gonna be best friends, dude. <laughs> like I was, I was so like expecting her to be like, no, fuck job, like like Deshaun Watson because you know like he's a rapist and like all this stuff. And it was like not that at all. She's like, man, I I don't think he did it. You know, like they're starting to say he didn't do it. Like he might actually play for us next year. And I'm like, I'm like, dude, this dude, like, like there's like 20 fucking cases against this guy right now. Like. <laughs> Bro, glove didn't fit. Isn't that fucking hypocritical? A little bit. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. You know, but it's how it I'm not telling you to go like tell her, hey, <laughs> we think you're hypocritical. Yeah, right. But, like, really, like deep down, like if it was anyone else, I'm sure she'd be pretty fucking tilted about it, right? What's her thoughts on Ben Roethlisberger? I have no idea. I haven't asked her. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not great. Or what about like. Number eight, Kobe, RIP. RIP. Or did you see Bill Cosby just got out of jail on a technicality? 
Yeah, that's fucking so. <laughs> I want to say the R word. So stupid. No, it's retarded. I'll say it for it's you. retarded. Yeah. The, yeah. Dude, the dude pled guilty to three counts of rape. Rape. Yeah. And he's out of and, jail on a technicality. That was civil court. I, I don't know how they fucked that up so bad. Oh, I, I, I'm too guilty. It was. Bad, they but. made a deal with the prosecutor, and the prosecutor didn't follow up on his end of the deal. So he got out. That is so fucked up. <laughs> that dude deserves to be pled guilty. Pled There's some rotten fucking jail for the rest of his life. Right, Fuck like, that guy. Right, seriously. I mean, he's already got well, one milky uh, eye. Might as well make them both milky. A five-year sentence is a death sentence for that guy. Yeah, just yeah, fucking let him sit in there. Yeah, Drag out the case. Saying. Fuck Shit. it. I think Whatever. they should fucking line him up against a wall and bring out the firing squad. <laughs> no. Wasn't Texas talking about bringing back firing squad? <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I feel like if you get put on death row, you should be able to choose how you die. Dude, I would want... How would you want to die if you went death row? Uh, I'd want one bullet in the back of my head. That's what I would want. It would be the quickest and painless and... What if, the, what if they don't aim it correctly? It comes, like, out your mouth. Well, they better have another fucking bullet. Because if I'm on the... That'd be horrible. <laughs> It's still quicker than like it's still quicker than like a lethal injection where you like all of a sudden that goes wrong and you're sitting there just in pain for 20 minutes. Like that would be even worse. I feel like than them just yeah yeah. So right here, South Carolina's governor, <laughs> South Carolina's governor, signed a bill into law last week. This was on May 29th. Um, that sounds like it's from a different century. Death row inmates must choose whether to be executed by electric chair or a firing squad if lethal injection drugs are not available. If they're not available. In what world would you pick yeah. electric chair over firing squad? I think I could tough it out. <laughs> <laughs> Have you not seen Green Mile, Phil? You need a Percy in there. He's not going to wet your sponge. Bro. <laughs> I put my I put my fingers as a kid into plenty of fucking sockets. I think I can yeah, this one off. That's the same electricity. <laughs> AC DC current, same fucking thing. Right. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> no. I would not fuck with the electric chair. I feel like lethal injection also would not I don't know. Why why can't they just like put you under first and then do it that way? You know? Seems like they're always awake when they do it. Like why they why you got to be awake? But like, how do you think a lethal injection works? Do you think you just like are in massive pain? I I have no idea. I mean, okay, I guess I can look it up. Like, like I'm pretty sure it's just like one second you're there and one second you're dead. But if it not if it fucks up. Yeah, but the chances of it fucking up are slim. Alright, if the person being executed were not already completely unconscious, the injection of a highly concentrated solution of potassium chloride could cause severe pain at the site of the IV line, as well as along the punctured vein. It interrupts the electrical activity of the heart and causes it to stop beating. Okay. So that's that's essentially what happens. So it sounds like they do actually put them unconscious first. Okay, maybe. But you know, then then maybe that might be the way to go if you're asleep, you know? Else, I want firing squad and bolt in the back of the back of my head, you know, or in the chest. Either one, as long as I die right away. I don't know, but if I if I get put put in sleep first, like 
lethal injection is probably the way to go. I mean, that's still so, ki that's still kind of scary. I don't know. Yeah, it's all kind of scary, obviously. But firing squads are permissible in Mississippi and Oklahoma and Utah, which Utah has carried out the most recent firing squad execution, which came back in 2010. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I hope they use muskets for that too. <laughs> Shotgun, bird shot. Oh my god. <laughs> How many shots would it take to kill a man with birdshot? Couple. <laughs> At least. I so based on the podcast. Right. Based on the podcast I listen to, the way one of the guys describe how they do firing squads is like it's a line of five guys with rifles, and they give one of them a bullet and the other five guys blanks. So then they because it's like the moral aspect of the people shooting them. That they don't know if they shot or not i guess really well wouldn't you be able to know how to sh how to tell because a blank a blank you're just shooting out gases so there's not much kick to it yeah but the person the people shooting know that like whether they did or not you know no that's not how it works what do you mean like if, if you could tell <laughs> based on the kick of the gun whether you're shooting a blank or not no no no. Why are you saying the no? The recoil is still the same. It's still the same powder. There's just no, no. but there's but it's there's nothing exiting it. It's just a gun. It's just shooting out gas. That's what causes the, the bullet, that's what causes no. the kickback is the force of the bullet going out. No. I don't it's know the beauty of this. Is it okay? Let's look that up now. Okay. Is can you tell a difference? Blank and real bullet. Okay. <clears throat> what is it between a uh, no? What the hell? Okay, Phil, do you got something up? A blank. Right blank is a firearm cartridge that generates a muzzle flash and explosive sound, like any normal gum shot. And the fire firearm experiences a recoil capable of cycling its action, without without shooting the projectile. Mm-hmm. Okay, a real bullet is also a lot louder than a blank, apparently. Well, I'm I'm saying for this situation, the whole purpose of using a bank blank in a firing squad is so that no one shooter knows who shot him. Yeah. Recoil right. is greatly reduced when shooting blanks. Can Potentially. Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> Potentially. No, but no, you're right though, Tyler. Like that's why they do it. It's like that moral aspect like okay i'll be in the firing squad but i won't actually know if i shot him or not i mean like sometimes yeah you're right they can probably tell but yeah mm -hmm. i don't know yeah fuck if it. i was in the Pretty firing bad. squad i knew i wouldn't miss have you shot a gun shut the fuck up <laughs> i think i've asked that to you like three Dude, or four different times <laughs> i'm pretty sure box told me that he's anti-gun no fucking shot you guys yeah, remember over Thanksgiving box. weekend where I sent you fucking pictures of AR-15s and shit we were shooting in the backyard? Fuck I off. think I was an airsoft gun. You're an airsoft gun, you soft piece of shit. <laughs> Get out of here, you commie. <laughs> I do. Like one of those dudes who's like, let's buy back all the guns. I'm getting slandered for things I don't believe in. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> this just confirmed Bach is a Trump supporter. Hey, have we talked about the biggest news, biggest news story in Minnesota yet? Did I miss that? What? 
Oh, shit. Wild bought out Parisi and Suter's contract. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that is actually outrageous. I don't know how we that's didn't... No that's deal. That's... Yeah, yeah, that's no big deal. That's a huge deal, actually. We got one. We got 10 million more in cap space this season. This season. So hopefully we can go, like, make some moves and... I don't know. We won't. We can't. Well, what? The cap space doesn't just carry over. What? Cap space doesn't just carry over, though. Like they'll use it to fill out the roster for this year, but they won't be able to like trade for anyone big because they don't have the cap space for the next two years or three years. Right. I mean, unless it's on like a someone's at the end of their contract, they might be able to make a right. move. That's really the only thing you can do is if it's a, someone on a one or two year deal. Right. I have, really no, I have no idea who's available right now. Um. But um. Yeah. Other than that, though, years from like twenty twenty three to twenty twenty five, we're down at least twelve million in dead cap space. So that kind of sucks. But here's the deal if they were still on the team we would have to pay them anyway yeah it's not we're paying extra money as dead cap like that's just what the cap hit would have been regardless of if they're on the team or not yeah so yeah it sucks but at this point in zach parisi's career he's he wasn't serviceable on our team like he didn't have a position on our our roster Mm -hmm. Suter, i was surprised with yeah yeah Suter one actually was kind of surprised i think they actually like you said could have probably traded traded him at least and gotten yeah. something back and also and, and i had a dead right exactly and also come even like years four like after the fourth year like after 2025 i think there's still a dead cap hit of only like eight hundred thousand dollars or something yeah, so like that 1.6 mil yeah hopefully the cap goes up then so it won't be a big deal but right yeah I don't know. Yeah, no, that's big news, and it is kind of sad to see him go, honestly. I think we all kind of saw it coming, if not this year, next year. You know, It's not It's not super sad to see Parisi go because, one, he probably deserves a better situation, and, two, I feel like he kind of was, like, hamstringing all of, like, the young guys, like Boldy and, you know, all these other guys in the AHL who maybe without Parisi on the team, now they might have a shot at making the team out of training camp. Right, exactly. I mean, I remember, yeah, reading Russo's article. He, it might have been Russo or it might have been someone else's article. I can't remember. But they mentioned, like, yeah, if it wasn't for that Zucker trade, Fiala wouldn't be a first-team starter oh, yes. and, like, one of the potential all-stars that we got on the team, you know? Right. Like, he wouldn't have had that opportunity if Zucker was still on the team, even though everybody at the time hated that trade. But Right. And I, I think you just – at this point, I don't know if I completely agree with it, but we just got to trust Billy. He must see something – in the prospects to feel confident that we'll be fine in years three and four mm-hmm. this deal yeah and, you know, and he, if we can get boldy and rossi on cheap contracts mm-hmm. and he convinced okay. ownership too like he didn't do this obviously without ownership's approval you know he went up there he's like right. he's like yo this is our plan i'm i'm guessing there's a whole lot that went on behind the scenes and that's kind of what prompted a lot of this i bet you zach parisi was very vocal about not playing and I bet you Ryan Suter has been very vocal as well. And I think that's kind of they're trying to change the culture of the locker room. Not to say that it was a bad culture. It's just they're looking for something different. And it was just at this point they just said this is where it comes to a head. We got to make a change now. Otherwise, there's no point. Because, like, for Suter, there wouldn't have made – we would never buy him out if we didn't buy him out this year. Because, I mean, there wasn't cap savings next year for buying Suter out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like – it would have made no sense. We wouldn't have saved any money. We might as well just keep him on the team next year if we're going to play him next year. Right. So. But you think uh, we think we sign Kaprasov? Oh yeah, for sure. We sign him. I don't know what. We'll, I still don't know what his contract's going to look like. 
I'm hoping that they were able to get some some cap enough cap relief to give him maybe a little bit slightly more cash so he takes term. Mm -hmm. But I think in order to do that, if they're trying to get him on a seven or eight year deal, I mean they're gonna have to pay him ten plus mil a year. I just don't know if they do that right now. Right, exactly. <clears throat> I could see like five mil at like seven and a half. It almost feels like that they're choosing between Caprasov or Fiala, and that's what I don't like. Because well, I'd, I'd, I'd like to keep them both, obviously. But, like, we're it's the NHL, and teams have more than one good forward in every fucking team. Like, we should be able to do but that. See, the, the, problem, the problem you're running into now, though, is everything's based off of analytics. All contract project, projections are based off of analytics. And analytics say Kevin Fiala is a five-year, five-and-a-half to six-million-dollar player. And apparently Kevin Fiala is asking for seven years at, like, 11 or $12 million. So he's just asking for superstar money when he's not really putting up that performance yet. Mm -hmm. So that's the that it's not that they're choosing between the two; it's that they're not willing to pay Kevin Fiala what he's currently asking for. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he's an RFA this year. Yeah. So we kind of have to resign him, or at least we have first bids to resign him. Essentially, mm, he'll have to go through arbitration. He can't sign somewhere else. Okay. Yeah. Like if if we don't get a contract done, it'll go to arbitration, and then the arbit arbitrator will determine what the contract is for like a one year deal or something. Okay. <clears throat> and Kaprasov's not the same way, is he? Nope. We have we control it. So if we don't sign Kaprasov, his only option is to go back to the KHL until for like twenty like twenty. Yeah. Like twenty twenty four, I think, is when he can become an unrestricted free agent and sign elsewhere. So. Yeah. Okay. And I don't, I don't see him doing that. I don't see him saying, "Yeah, I'll wait to play in the NHL for another three years" because I don't want to take a couple million less a year with the Wild. Mm -hmm. I just don't <clears> see him doing that. Hopefully, we get them all, all three signed because that's honestly, that's our future is those two and and uh, freaking who we just resigned, Erickson Eck. Erickson Eck, and then the the defensive core we got right now that we're probably going to protect going into this next season now it's going to probably be Spurgeon, Brodeen, and Dumba. It's going to be scary if all of a sudden come it was it next Saturday when the expansion draft is if all of a sudden they draft they take Carson Soucy in the expansion. Still in the while they're going into next season with only three defensemen on the roster and Kalen Addison. There's going to be some big shoes to fill. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I mean, to sign someone to fit I mean, into your top 4D is going to be tough. Do you think they would... Because you can protect 4D, but you have to give up a... No. Don't Can't you? They, but you... They, they can't because they don't have enough defensemen to expose. You have to, dis, ex, you have to expose a certain number of players at each position. And the Wild can't protect Carson Soucy because of that. Even mm -hmm. if they want the 4-4, four, four, the 4-4-1 four, four, the four, four, or whatever, the eight skaters and a goalie. Yeah, it's like 8-4-1 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or see the A four one or like nine three one or something like right. If I'm, I think yeah. I'm right or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. And to protect, like, yeah. and to protect two goalies, you have to. It's like a seven three one seven three two or something ridiculous. I can't. remember. Yeah, I don't remember the exact, but I, I know they can't protect Carson Susi unless they sign another defenseman and expose them in expansion. I see. Okay. Well. Hopefully, next week is going to be busy for the Wild then. Yeah. That we do know. And hopefully, I think, like you said, a big trade might happen or something. But <clears throat> Yeah, I just don't know. They have to figure out how to get some money off the books if they want to do anything like long-term. Like, they, 
this move didn't make it so the Wild can trade for Jack Eichel. It's not happening. They don't have the cap. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the space. So unless they are able to find a way to move some money off the books, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I well, could see them trying to do something like offering a couple picks and Victor Rask to Seattle. Like, here's a couple of draft picks. Please take Victor Rask. Mm-hmm. Get his money off the books. Like, that would be like the biggest swindle of all time and the greatest move Billy G could ever make. I don't think it's going to happen, but yeah. We can uh, wrap it up there, though. Uh, I know Tyler, you came, came on late, but I think you were like 20, 25 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or that's something fine. like that. Yeah. Did we have listener questions? Yes. Oh, oh, shit, we did. That's right. My bad. Uh, this one's from Mr. Jared Buchold. Shout out, Jared. Uh, <laughs> you're on a road trip with your significant other are you driving the whole way splitting the drive time or are they driving the whole way splitting what do you think i'm going on a road trip with my significant other <laughs> are you serious phil yeah Paige is arguably a better driver than i am well yeah you salt brothers are kind of acid driving i'm 100 percent <laughs> driving the whole way like Hundred percent, easiest answer ever. I'm split. I mean, well, like, how long? How long is the? Drive? I don't care how long it is. I'm driving the entire way. If it's over six hours, we're splitting. I'm sorry, Tyler. I'm in. I'm in modern day, and I believe in gender equality. I already, I already answered for you. You and Nick are both asset driving, so I understand it. I'm talking to Bob. <laughs> Um, if anybody knows me, they know I hate fucking any type of road trip, long drives, anything in a car more than fucking two hours is a long time for me. Um, but if I'm with, uh, Grace, um, I would like to split it like 60, 40, me driving, her driving. So I have no problem splitting with her because I fucking hate long road trips. I have no, I think, I think Jared's leaning with me. I'm hoping, hopefully. Provide some feedback once this is posted. You're I'm, like you're I'm like defending your here. stance pretty hard over there. Like I don't think splitting is like that big of a deal. No would say 100 percent they're driving. Who? I think Tyler just thinks women can't drive. Yeah, well, I don't, he did I grow up in 1912. True. <laughs> what was that, Tyler? Though you said I don't think that. You know that. Yeah, you know. But that was it for listener questions. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely split. Even like when I went on a road trip. It's I like gr- growing up, growing up, did your, did your guys' dad drive or did your mom drive? Who's, who drove? Chris or Tina? My dad drove because he was always towing something. He didn't trust my mom to tow anything, which is hundred percent fair. But if it was, we drove down to South Carolina one time and they split. My dad did drive more, but they did split. Mm-hmm. A healthy 60, 40, 70, 30 is not a bad thing in life. No. I'm driving 100%. Yeah. No, I can, I can definitely drive. Even if I went on a road trip with all of you, I'm driving the whole fucking time. Stay less. Stay fucking less, boys. We're going on a road trip. <laughs> I, I don't pay gas money. I can't, even ride in, I can't even ride in the back seat of a vehicle. I get super car sick. Like, I can only drive or sit in the front seat. So I get car sick if we're going through like a city. And like it's a lot of stop and goes. Then I get car sick. But like if it's just casually on the highway, I don't get car sick. That's why I always bring a roadie with me. All right, that sir is illegal. We got him. <laughs> we got him. There he is. Get him. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you, Jared. We really appreciate the listener question. Glad we got one out this week, and glad uh, we were able to get some. uh... The hosts are fucking idiots. What do you say? (laughs) I don't know. Said, sorry, the rest of the hosts are fucking idiots and didn't know how to answer your question appropriately. Oh, okay. I hope he agrees agrees with us, and you're gonna look like such a big dumbass, and I'm gonna love it. Yeah, Tyler's over here. First time. (laughs) Well. Yeah, appreciate the question, Jared. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Also, love having listener questions. Always makes the weeks better. Um, find us Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, uh, Twitter at the Obvious Thirteen. More questions of the week coming your way. And thank you for tuning in to episode one fifteen. Take it easy, everyone. Any I'm outros? Sons in five. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Come on. Where's my fucking cursor?